0: You know, great energy about me, great attitude. But, you know, I have my down days, too. I have my tough days, too, that everybody goes through. But I know one thing that I always have gone by and my parents, you know, preached to me at an early age is, you know, anybody can quit. You know, that's the easy thing to do, like anybody can just lay down and
1: quit. It's hard to keep going. What makes the journey worth The pain. The adversity, the opposition, the challenges, the uncertainty. Why do I have to go through this? What's the lesson in this? I got a paralyzed right arm in hand. The million dollar question I get every single day is you wouldn't change what happened to you, why? Serendipity, join us for insightful dialogues about not just successes, but about failures, opposition, adversities that shaped and molded individuals to who they are today. I'm Inky Johnson. This is Serendipity. Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome to Serendipity with Inky Johnson. Uh, Today's guest, man, is somebody special. Uh, He's a warrior. Isaiah Thomas, you know, he's a father. He's a servant. He's an NBA player. He's an all-star. But I'm not going to hold you long. We're going to get right into it. IT, how you doing, man? I'm good, Inky. How you doing? Man, I'm great. I'm great, man. I want to say thank you for your time, man. I know you got a lot of things you could be doing, so I greatly appreciate it.
0: Now, nah, it's, it's an honor to be able to, you know, speak with you.
1: So it's, it's
0: a no brainer to do something like this with you. No doubt.
1: No doubt. And so so I.T., man, when I first started this platform, the reason I started it is because like I firmly believe adversity and opposition, you know, can be an incredible tool right, if we use it, right, if we acquire the right perspective about the things that we go through. And like, I'm drawn to you, man, because like, we're similar. We're both right, undersized athletes. We both play with a lot of heart, a lot of courage. And I love watching you compete. And so I was watching something today, just about you, your recovery in the process. And you just said adversity is a part of like, who I am. That's a way of life for me. Like, how long have you had that type of mindset and perspective?
0: Um, I think since I was a little boy, I mean, it's just, you know, life has always been adversity. It's always been how you can keep going, you know, through the tough times. And I, I feel like I've had not just tough times in my, you know, playing career, but ultimately tough times in my life that I was able to figure out ways to, you know, push through, ways to keep going. And I think, you know, one of your biggest, your biggest um, motivational speaking things was, you you know, it was a Martin Luther King quote. Like, you know, you don't judge nobody, you know, in comfort and convenience. You judge them, you know, when you're going through some stuff. And I think that just hits everybody the same way because it's real life. It's not scripted. Mm -hmm. You can't. You 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 can only figure those things out when it happens to you, and I think that's just been my life. And I've been able to use adversity in my life to help with adversity throughout my career. And you know, it's like I like I say, I always say, it's you know, I'm human, so I got real feelings. It, it might always seem great, and like I have a great you know great energy about me, great attitude. But you know, I have my down days too. I have my yeah. tough days too. That everybody goes through but I know one thing that I always have gone by and my parents, you know preached to me at an early age is, you know, anybody can quit mm. You know, that's the easy thing to do. Like Anybody can just lay down and quit It's hard to keep going Especially when you you can't see the light at the end of the tunnel or you don't know what's next so, you know, that's just been the way of my life and i've been able to you know take those situations and and try to turn them into positives, no matter what it may be, whether it be basketball, whether it be, you know, family situation, whether it be, you know, real life things that go on in, you know, everybody's every day of life. So, you know, it's easier said than done, but, you know, I just try to continue to push through, you know, the best way I can and, you know, ultimately lean on God, you know, first and foremost. And that's what allows me to push through you know, with what seems to be the toughest times of my life.
1: Absolutely. Like one of the things, man, that I, I love seeing, like when you're working out and when you're doing your thing is uh, that poster on the wall. Like it's a lot of pictures, but that one that say, like draft me last again, right? Something to that extent. Like, can you yeah. take me to that moment, I tell you, like the draft and how that manifested and what you felt like when that transpired?
0: So the draft, June 23rd, 2011, you know, it it was, you know, something I always dreamed of. It didn't matter if I was going to be selected the first pick or the last pick. It was just a dream of mine to hear my name called. Obviously, I was upset. Like, nobody wants to, you know, have to wait the whole draft to hear their name called. But like I said earlier, I try to take the positives out of each situation. Like, everybody doesn't get their name called. Like everybody, a lot of young kids, especially african Americans, dreams are to be a professional athlete. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I was able to be blessed to be able to, you know, get my name called, hear my name, even though it was the last pick. But, you know, to be totally honest, that was the that was the longest day of my life, one of the longest (laughs) days of my life. And it was, again, one of those situations where. You know, throughout the draft, when when names kept getting called, I'm like, man, is this was this the right decision? And I remember Mm. my mom calling me, you know, my mom calling me towards the end of the draft and she's like, are you okay? I'm like, I mean, I'm, I am what I am right now. I don't know how to feel, but she like, just remember, you know, God always said the first shall be last and the last shall be first. And, you know, and that was two picks before my name was called when she called, when she called me, checked on me and told me that. So I'm like, you know, I'm listening, I'm hearing her out, but I'm still like, man, like, I might not get drafted. And then mm-hmm. my name was called. And then I forgot. I forgot about how long the day was. I forgot about the weight. I forgot about everything else just because that was, that's been a dream of mine since I was a little boy. And it mm-hmm. really happened. And I always told people, you know, I just need a chance. I just mm-hmm. need my foot in the door. I'll do the rest. You know, I don't need no handouts. I just need a chance. And, you know, the Sacramento Kings chose me with the last pick. Um, they was, they gave me a chance and I took it and ran with it. And, you know, that's, that's ultimately, you know, how my life has been, you know, Mm. picked last, you know, overlooked, doubted. And I just been able to overcome all those obstacles and, and, you know, rise to the top. And I think the biggest thing for me is, you know, knowing it's bigger than just me, Mm. it's inspiring, you know, the kids under me, the next generation to, to not give up when times get hard. Absolutely. Cause it's, you know, it's easy to be, be the man when everything is going great and you know, <laughs> yeah. you're on top and everybody's loving you,
1: mm-hmm.
0: but it'd be the same people that was loving you at one point. And when you hit some adversity, they, they tend to switch on you and you gotta just, you know, you just gotta find, you know, that, that middle balance of having the right crowd around you and knowing who's really for you and who's not. And, you know, this whole time has been a learning experience um, this would be, you know, when I get picked up from a team, this would be my 10th year in the NBA. So it's yeah. like out of those 10 years, one year has been a, a time where I was just comfortable, where I knew, you know, this is my this is my team. Mm. Um, I got a big opportunity to take advantage of and I'm going to do it. So one out of these 10 years was where I was able to sit back and, you know, look at everything and be like, OK, I'm here. Mm. Everything else has been paranoia. You know, I'm staying paranoid, you know, (laughs) trying to figure out what's next and trying to, you know, be steps ahead of what can possibly be next.
1: Mm. Like what's incredible, man, is like when I hear you speak and even talk about life or your career, it's like even when something happens, like you said, you're wired to look at situations a certain type of way, which I feel as if like a lot of people can't think that way. And like you said, it's cool. But it's almost like your solution focus as soon as the opposition, as soon as the adversity happens. And like you said, going last pick to coming up on 10 years, that's incredible. Like a lot of people can't do that. I always say to people like, when you meet somebody, I remember being a kid and thinking like when I would meet somebody, I'm like, man, like he probably always wanted to be an NBA player, always played this way. And I tell kids now, one of the common mistakes we make is thinking where we meet people Is where they've always been. And we forget about the process, the sacrifice, the hurt, the pain that it takes to get to that point. And so I'll never forget, man, looking at you, watching you ball, watching you do your thing. And I'll never forget hearing you say 2017, right? You said that was the best year of your career, but probably in life, that's probably one of the toughest years, you know, because quite naturally what happened to your sister? Like, how did you navigate and try to balance that? Dealing with that level of adversity.
0: Um, for me, you know, first and foremost, I leaned on God. Cause I've never been through a situation with somebody that close to me as my little sister being taken away, you know, out of nowhere. So like I didn't know what to do. I didn't mm-hmm. know how to react. I didn't know which way to feel because it hit, you know, that was that was that was home right there. So yeah. I think for me basketball has always been that scapegoat for me. When I do go through tough times, I'm able to go to the gym, you know, get those things off my mind for the matter of time I'm at the gym working. Mm-hmm. And that's what I was able to do. I use basketball to be able to take my mind away from the toughest, you know, obstacle I had to face of not, not having my little sister here no more. Mm-hmm. And also having the right people around me to help me through that situation. You know, I still deal, deal with that daily. I, that, that's wow. not gonna go anywhere. But during that time, basketball was kind of the only thing that helped me, you know, get past it a little bit. Right on. And, and I, you know, I can't thank my support system enough. I can't thank God enough. I can't thank, you know, everybody who just had a helping hand in that, in that, you know, tragic situation. Um, but again, it goes back to not quitting. I know mm-hmm. my little sister wouldn't want, she'd be like, man, you better play. Like, <laughs> and you better go kill them boys. Like, <laughs> and that that's just what it's always been. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I try to use, I try to use basketball to help me get through that, but I also really leaned on, you know, my wife first and foremost, mm-hmm. my kids, which really didn't know what was going on um three or four years ago. And then, you know, my 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 support system and my circle. And I was able to, you know, do some incredible things at that time, but that, you know, that was, that was all God. That was all God to this day. Like me being able to have a positive outlook on things when knowing something so close to my heart was taking you that daily. But again, I just, I think the easy thing to do would be to, you know, give up and, and, and bow down. Like I gotta find a way to keep going. And mm-hmm. that's what I always tried to figure out. No matter, you know, what I was going through, I had to figure out a way to keep going. Not just for myself, because it's bigger than me. Like I said, it it's for the guys, you know, the little, the little, the little kids in the inner city looking up to me that don't have no outlet.
1: Damn.
0: You know, that don't they can't find ways to to be successful. Mm-hmm. Like there's a way, you know. And I'm trying to give that to the, the people that are looking up to me because I think that's most important.
1: That's incredible, man. Um, bro, I never forget like when we watched that you know, and how you processed that. You know, I think it inspired the world and lead me up to this point, watching you again fight through something that's inspiring the world. Like My mom just had double hip surgery. You know, and, and I watched her with that process really? of just trying to shake back and going through it. And I would go to rehab with her some days. And then you had hip surgery, uh, I think, last May, right, of 2020. Yeah. And you've been in the process of working through that, man, to shake back, to get back better than ever. Like, how has mm-hmm. that process been for you, Artie?
0: It's been, It's been better because you know, I've been hurt. I, w- I was hurt for basically like two or three years where, you know, I was trying to figure out ways to, to, to get healthy without doing a procedure. And, you know, I, I weighed every option. Um, I, I, I went every obstacle I possibly could till I had to do it. And, you know, I think that was one of the best decisions of my life to get that done, to get fixed, to be finally healthy. It's like gave me an open mind to life again and made basketball fun again for me not saying i took basketball for granted because i never have not one day in my life but at one point when i was fighting through my injury basketball was not fun for me anymore like it like it like you know growing up absolutely because i never ever dealt dealt with a major injury and i always go back to you know your motivational um videos about the process and i tell kids to this day no matter what your process is, you can't skip it. Mm. So learn to enjoy it. Like, no. And I had to find ways to enjoy that process of rehab six days a week, mm. 7.30 a.m., every day. Like I had to find ways because if I didn't mentally, it would have cooked me. It would have mm. it 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 mentally just brought me down. And I'm in a great place mentally right now to where, and, I, and ultimately it's because I'm healthy. I'm finally pain free. Um, and then like, I, like I keep saying, I got the right support system around me, you know? So those things allowed me not to look further than the process. Enjoy what I'm doing right now, because I know when the time comes and I do get my opportunity, I'm going to look back at these, these days and be like, and laugh about it Mm. just because knowing like there's better days ahead. And you know, I'm, I'm I'm big on the process and, and just not being able to skip that because, mm. you know, like you said just a minute ago, people see the right now. Like when it's when it's when it comes to success, they see when you're at the top of your success. Yep. They don't see what got you there, mm. especially the next generation. You know, they see all the, the money and the yeah. cool things that, you know, attract that. Mm. But they don't see the work every day. They don't see the 6 a.m. Yeah. alarm clock being set. They don't mm. see the two or three a day workouts per day, they don't see that. Mm. So if you enjoy that process, the, the ending is that that's easy. Great. You know, the, 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 the success part and seeing it and visualizing it before it happens. And when it does happen, you're just on to the next. And that's mm. how I always been, even at my, my peak, you know, when I was healthy a few years ago and I was at the top of the top. Mm-hmm. I was always on to the next. I was like, this is dope, but I gotta, I gotta I gotta get more. No doubt. I gotta get like I was and that's when that paranoia came in, like, okay, I'm not comfortable. And you know, when you get comfortable in situations, that's when things start to pass you. Yeah. And you know, I I just try to stay even killed and try to stay, you know, uncomfortable as possible and just knowing the process, you can't skip it no matter what. So you
1: gotta get through it. No doubt. No doubt. Like cats always ask me, IT, like cats come up and say, man, would you change what happened to you? Right. Just talking about my injury, because a lot of people can't understand or fathom why I wouldn't change it. Right. They look at me. They say, man, you got a paralyzed arm. Right. You lost what would have been an NFL career, possibly. Why wouldn't you change that? And when I start to explain to them, like, I don't think I would be the man that I am, the servant, the husband, the father. Like, I think all of that opposition and adversity Like it shaped and molded me into the individual I am, like the way I live my life, the perspective and the lens that I see my life through. And so I want to pose the same question to you, like the process that you've been through up until this point, like would you change any of it? No. Mm.
0: And I get that same question. I think at the beginning, when I'm in it, I was, man, I I you know. (laughs) Why me? Obviously, (laughs) at the beginning, those are the thoughts as as anybody have those thoughts. It's like, why me? But when I'm in in it and I'm like, I'm getting through it and I can see the light at the end of the tunnel, it's like this only this only built built more of who I am. Like this Mm. is only this is just a a chapter in the story. Mm. This is this, this has already been written. Like God has already, you know, figured that part out. So I can't skip no process like it is what it is. No doubt. I'm not saying why me no more. It's like, okay, I'm, I'm fine with it being me. Mm. I'm fine with it being me because I can inspire so many others that are dealing with situations like this or even worse. Then maybe they look at my story and they're like, I can't quit. Mm. I, I just can't. And yeah. I think that's what, that's what helps me get through these tough times is knowing somebody is looking at me. Not just somebody, you know, I got, I got three kids. I got two little boys and them boys look at everything I do. (laughs) And I tell them, you know, there's days I don't want to get up and work out, but I got to get it in,
1: Mm.
0: you know? And, and, you know, it's just, it's just all a part of the story. And I tell people that to this day, it's just, they say, how are you so positive? It's like, because I'm blessed. I got mm. I got healthy kids. I'm healthy. My wife's healthy, my family's healthy. And a basketball's really given me so much to be happy for and the story's not over. Story. Mm. You know, you could be counted out, but I I I know deep down like there there's so much more to give. And it's not just about putting a basketball in the hoop. It, it it became bigger than that and I feel like it became bigger than that when I had to slow down from the injury, when I had to really sit back and, and analyze everything like this, ain't, this ain't about me anymore. Mm. This ain't about me anymore. And I think that's that's when I I realized I got to keep going. I got to keep going. You know, when I when my sister passed, I think that was one of the first times. And people always say I'm crazy for thinking this, but that was one of the first times I felt like the real the world was really watching. Wow. Like, and I, and I was able to help people through their tough times by me being able to somehow display some type of strength to get through that when the whole world was watching,
1: yeah. you
0: know, that wasn't me. That was God. That wasn't me. I can't even take credit for that. Like that, that was God. And that's God till this day. So, mm. you know, the easy thing for me to do is to keep going, to right keep, on. to keep grinding, keep working and waiting on the opportunity. And I know when the opportunity to do comes i'm gonna i'm gonna take it and run with it
1: that's strong man like i i firmly believe when things show up that we can't control like i firmly believe it's there to teach us something right it's some lesson that is trying to press upon us that we can add to our toolkit to become better people right because if it showed up and we didn't warrant it or self inflict it, like it's there to teach us something to make us a better individual and so for young athletes for people in general as I get ready to take us out, I t like with the climate of the world, right? People are facing different levels of opposition, challenges. The world is up against something that we've never seen before, right? Like, is there something that you live by, or some words that you would just give the people, man? That's that's along the journey, trying to fight and trying to scrap because you got that warrior mentality.
0: Um, I think you know, I mean, it's on my it's on my chest. Slow grind, yeah. you know. I think I think life is a real slow grind like Mm. no matter if you are athlete you know no matter what walk of life you're not going to be able to skip steps to get to where you want so enjoy the process of getting there i think one of the biggest things you said if somebody sacrifices something it'd be a cold day in hell before you take that away from them
1: no doubt
0: and i think that comes with the no quit attitude the sacrifice the the determination, the dedication, all of that in one I mean, nobody's taking this from me like i i nobody's doing that because of that sacrifice and because of the slow grind,
1: mm.
0: you know that's a way of life, that's a way of life, and you know, the only thing I know is to keep going, and that's what i'm gonna do to inspire the next generation, and you know I think that's 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 what it's really about. Mm. You know, because it ain't it ain't all peaches and cream, and we all know that. Absolutely, whether you're an athlete or any walk of life, you yes, know, it, life is hard. And and I I just I'm a true believer in you know staying on your marathon and and keep running your race.
1: That's real, man. Y'all heard the man. Keep going. Stay locked into that marathon and keep running your race. It man, I want to say thank you for your time, bro. I greatly appreciate it. Blessings to you and your family. And keep pressing, my brother.
0: You already know. I appreciate the love and support, man. And and thank you for having me on your platform. No doubt.
1: Blessings, my brother. Thank you. Yes, sir.